0: Hi everybody, this is Alex Mo here for Wisp Business, the podcast. Today I'm joined by Ryan Prowitz, the owner for Vines and Rushes Winery, based in Ripon. He's also the president of the Wisconsin Winery Association. Ryan, thanks for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So, I'd like to ask about um, a bill that recently was approved by the Assembly last week, extending the late night hours of operation for, for wineries in Wisconsin. That's going ahead to the Senate now. I'm just looking at your take on... Do you think it's likely to, to pass the Senate after this recent approval?
1: This late in the session, it's always difficult to say. Uh, you know, there's uh, a few hundred bills that are still uh, sitting on the table uh, that are in front of the Senate. Uh, obviously, the Assembly is closed session for the year. And uh, since there's uh, one day left in session, uh, you just never know what's going to make it to the schedule and what isn't. Uh, but we certainly are hopeful uh, that it can hit the schedule. Uh, We know there's uh, bipartisan support uh, for this bill, and it can have a significant positive impact in uh, the regions of all of the wineries throughout Wisconsin.
0: Gotcha. Well, it'll be interesting to see uh, the discussions surrounding that as it moves forward. I'd also like to get your take on the rest of 2018. Um, Can you talk about other desired policy changes or maybe hurdles to, to clear um, as, as we move forward in this year?
1: Uh, I think everybody has kind of come to a point uh, within the discussion around alcohol beverage law, which is primarily within Chapter 125, that we really need to look at reassessing uh, all of uh, Chapter 125. Uh, it's been something that uh, had a relatively simple framework when it was originally written post prohibition and since then uh, there have been many 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 amendments to it uh, that have created a pretty complex framework of uh, laws that are difficult to interpret and difficult to follow Uh, so I think uh, as we move forward uh, within the winery association and also within the, uh, the Wisconsin craft beverage industry as a whole I think all of us are looking at uh, how we can have a a significant positive impact on our industry and how we can move everything forward, uh, not just for producers and manufacturers, but also uh, within the wholesaler and retailer market as well. Uh, Essentially, something. if, if we can move forward the industry uh, as a whole, everybody benefits. Uh, a rising tide floats all boats, so to speak. And uh, so we're looking at um, uh, coming out of the, the recent SB 801 uh, uh, Assembly, or rather, Senate hearing. Um, we uh, have some direction from the chairman, Dan Fyan, of that committee and uh, he would like to see a legislative study council uh, being uh, done on chapter 125 to reassess uh, what there are for issues within chapter 125 that apply to uh, all of the stakeholders within the industry.
0: Hmm. I see. Do you think now is a, a good political climate to try to dig into
1: some of those issues and, and, and change the law? Uh, I don't know that there's ever going to be it's kind of like having a baby you know when is the perfect time to have a baby (laughs) and uh, there's always going to be a reason not to Mm. Um, but um, the political climate aside uh, we have an industry that's growing by leaps and bounds Uh, so the the complications that we have as an industry right now are not connected with um, with uh, purchasing goods and you know the bottle supplies and finding labor and, uh, and education, uh, it really comes down to the laws and how the laws are structured. Uh, and so even though there's not an ideal time for us to address legislative issues, uh, there's probably no better time than now. Uh, for example, the Wisconsin wine industry went from 13 wineries in the year 2000 up to roughly 130 wineries now. Uh, The breweries in the state have followed a very similar trend and the distilleries are on a very similar trend as well. Uh, They've gone to somewhere in the mid-40s for a number of distilleries in Mm -hmm. Wisconsin uh, from zero uh, not that long ago. So I think we are at a point where If we don't address some of the legislative issues and roadblocks, uh, then we are going to see uh, even more issues with that hampering the economic impact that can be brought to the state. Okay.
0: Great. Well, thank you for that perspective, Ryan. It was illuminating for me and I hope to touch base with you again soon and talk about some more issues.
1: Absolutely. Thank you much.
0: Thank you. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WisPolitics Politics and WisBusiness Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.